You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. And let's open our Bibles, the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 9, Nehemiah chapter 9. Amen. It is a joint of privilege to be with you tonight. And uh, I grew up listening to the Rochesters. And uh, I mean, I remember when it, I'd listen to his mom and daddy. And uh, when they were all younger playing. And uh, then I talk about time has passed. Um, the last time I saw Brother Brady was almost 16, 16, 17 years ago. And that's when I had hair. Amen. And then your pastor was talking about what were you doing in 1999. I was still a junior in high school. Amen. So I was in school. Uh, um, but we are the Saunders family. And uh, yeah, we, we, we planted a church in Montana. And we saw God do great and mighty things. We know what it's like to go through a renovation as well and to see the different growing uh, spurts and everything. And uh, we're, we're praising the Lord with you. When we walked in here this morning, I, I told Brother Jesse, I said, my soul, this place is beautiful. And you guys have done an incredible job. And I, I want to continue to implore you and, and encourage you in the Lord that, listen, don't let this stop. Continue on for the glory of God. If you, if you have your Bibles and you're open to Nehemiah chapter 9, if you're physically able, will you please stand with me for the reading of God's Word? Now, I know this is the beginning of revival, and, and I pray and hope that this message will encourage you in the Lord. Look with me here in verse 33. The Bible says, How be it, thou art just in all that is brought upon us, for thou hast done right, but we have done wickedly. Neither have our kings, our princes, our priests, nor our fathers kept thy law, nor hearkened unto thy commandments and thy testimonies wherewith thou didst testify against them. For they have not served thee in their kingdom and in thy great goodness that thou gavest them. And in the large and fat land which thou gavest before them, neither turned they from their wicked works. Behold, we are servants this day. And for the land that thou gavest unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the good thereof, behold, we are servants in it, and it yieldeth much increase unto the kings whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Also they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle and their pleasure, and we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it, and our princes, Levites, and priests seal unto it. I want to preach on this thought tonight. Are you ready to sign the dotted line? Are you ready to sign the dotted line? May we pray together. Lord, thank you, Lord, for this great gathering of people. Now, God, I beg you, Lord, Lord, to fill me with the Spirit of God. Lord, we've already felt your presence in this place. And God, I pray, Lord, tonight, Lord, may you help me just to preach just for a little bit. Lord, about upon this thought, are we ready to sign the dotted line? Lord, I pray, dear God, may this revival, Lord, be the start of something great. God, I pray, may this church never be the same. Lord, may this week, Lord, may we fall upon our faces before thee. And God, I pray, Lord, may you revive our hearts once again. Lord, our country's falling apart. And Lord, our country desperately stands in need of revival. And I pray, Lord, may it start right here within the great people of this church, Lord, within our hearts. Lord, meet with us tonight, I pray, Lord, in these messages to come. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. How many of you remember what it was like to sign papers to buy a house? Anybody? You know what it's like? I mean, you think you're signing your children away. They, I mean, every page you're putting your Social Security number and your signature on it. I mean, it's a scary thing. When the, the, my wife and I, we built a house and everything. We went to the bank. We were borrowing money. And, and just to be honest with you, we were scared to death because we're thinking, 
what are we signing? What are we literally signing? We're walking away. Are we signing our children away? Are we signing our lives away? And we were really kind of nervous about it. And listen, it's a contract between two parties. And we find it here that Nehemiah and the children of Israel are signing a covenant with God, basically. They're saying, hey, we're, we're, we're serious about this, Lord. We know what our forefathers have done. We, 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 we know what history has said. We, we don't want to go down that way. Lord, we want you to do something great with us. And I hope and pray tonight you as a church will say, Lord, we're ready to sign the dotted line. Lord, we're serious about this. Oh, God, come meet with us, Lord. We want revival in our hearts and in our lives. And see, the, the, the word revival, it literally means a restoration to life, consciousness, vigor, and strength. And I know right now with the whole COVID thing, you look around and you go, well, hey, I remember when so-and-so was coming to church here, and I, I remember, I, I know who used to sit on our row and everything, and listen, I, I know there's a lot of fear, and let me tell you something, fear will always be present when faith is being tested, and it's high time we sign the dotted line and say, Lord, I want you to use my life, no matter how bad this country may get, no matter what may take place, Lord, but for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And listen, that's how serious it is. And I want you to see number one, it's a decision. It's your choice. It's a decision. Notice here in verse 33, the Bible says this, How be it thou art just in all that is brought upon us. For thou hast done right. Can I say it tonight? The Lord has never done us wrong. The Lord has never done us wrong. We as individuals are the ones that make the wrong choices. In fact, he even said this, he says, But, but we have done wickedly. I want you to understand it's a decision. And I want you to see that it, it takes an admission of our sin. That's the goal. So I want you to say this with me tonight. It's my sin, my fault. Say it with me. It's my sin, it's my fault. Say it one more time. It's my sin, it's my fault. Now when I ask these questions, I want you to come back with that same answer. You ready? Why is my marriage on the rock? Say it with me. It's my sin, it's my fault. Why are my children going the way of the world? It's my sin, it's my fault. Why is my church not growing as it should? It's my sin, it's my fault. Why is my life in disarray? It's my sin, it's my fault. See, it's an admission of our sin. That's the goal. We can't point our fingers at the Lord. He's sinless. He's perfect. Every sin that we've ever committed as individuals has always gone to the mind first. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, I just stepped into this sin? No, you didn't step into it. You went off the cliff into it. Amen? We make the choice. Every sin that has ever been committed has always gone to the mind first, and we decide whether we're going to commit that sin or turn away from it. It's my sin. It's my fault. Admitting our sin is the goal. Here's something else. Our attention to Scripture is gone. Notice what the Bible says here in verse 34. The Bible says, Neither have our kings, our princes, our priests, nor our fathers kept thy law, nor hearkened unto thy commandments and thy testimonies. What has happened to our country? The very, this very country was founded upon God's Word. And now we as individuals have pretty much thrown it out. We've thrown it out of our schools, out of our places of work. What happened to it? Our attention to Scripture is gone. Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instructions. We are acting as fools. The Bible says in Psalms 119 and verse 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to thy word. 
Our attention to Scripture is gone. Our admitting to sin is the goal. But our actions stink and we've gained nothing. Notice what the Bible says here in verse 35. The Bible says, For they have not served thee in their kingdom, in thy great goodness that thou gavest them, and in large and fat land which thou gavest before them. Listen, we, we have it all right here in the United States of America. How many of you have ever been out of the country? Raise your hands. And how many of you know we are spoiled rotten? Yeah. Yeah. We've seen what other countries are like. I've seen children where their stomachs are so uh, pushed out because they, they don't get the proper food. And here, we're all pushed out because of how much food we ate. Amen? I'm telling you. We've been blessed beyond measure. But as Christians, oftentimes, we're, we're running the wheels. And then if we were to do a self-evaluation and say, well, what have you done for the cause of Christ? I wonder how far we get. You know, we are going to stand before the Lord for what we've done for the sake of the gospel. And what will we have to show for it? Even in churches today, if we were to go around and ask every person, do you know how to lead someone to Christ? I wonder how embarrassing would it be tonight if you're here and you say, Brother Nathan, I don't know how to do that. That's the very reason why we're here on this earth. It's to lead boys and girls, men and women, to, to Jesus Christ. Our attention to Scripture is gone. Listen, my friend, it's a decision. But number, number two, it's a dedication. Notice the Bible says here in verse 37, it says this, it says, And it yieldeth much increase unto the king's, whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Boy, we always look at our country and we wonder, why have we had these different leaders? Why have they done things to our country? Maybe it's to get our attention that we would turn our eyes back into Jesus. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle and their pleasure, at their pleasure. And we, we are in great distress. I believe we could probably say that tonight. Because of all this, we make a sure covenant and ride it. Our princes, Levites, priests, seal unto it. It's a dedication. Listen, the Bible says in 1 John 3, 22, it says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do, uh, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Let me ask you a question. Does your life please the Lord? Look at your life tonight. Young people, look at me. Does your life please the Lord? Adults, does your life please the Lord? They were ready to sign a covenant, sign their names on the dotted line. I wonder tonight how many of us are willing to do that. The psalmist said in Psalms 19 and verse 14, it says, Let the words of thy mouth and the meditation of thy heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Are you ready to sign the dotted line? Notice here in verse, in verse 1 of chapter 10, it says, Now those that were, I'm sorry, now those that sealed were, Nehemiah. And then look at how many names are mentioned there. There's a long list of names. They were all willing to sign their signature to the line, to the dotted line. Are you ready to sign the dotted line? Nine years this church has been in existence. I've, I, I asked a couple of you, how long have you all been going to church here? Now it's great to hear. I've been here since the beginning of it. That's wonderful. Praise the Lord. Nine years have passed. How many of you could hold your hands up tonight and say, Brother Nathan, I have lost family members. Would you hold your hands up? I got lost family members. They're on their way to hell. They've never trusted Christ. Basically, about everybody raised their hands tonight. Let me ask you a question. Who's going to reach them with the gospel? And if they're close proximity, who's going to reach them with the gospel? You. 
You already signed the dotted line? Hey, you know what? We're going to do something about it. Hey, you know, we're not going to let El Point die and go to the devil's hell. We're going to do something about it. These guys are ready to sign the dotted line. I want to be part of that crowd. Amen? The ones that say, hey, you know what? I'll work with a sword in one hand and a trial in the other. May it be said of you that your hand would cleave unto the sword. Amen? Be faithful. Listen, I was sharing with uh, Brother Chad today. He asked me, he said, Brother Nathan, what do you do? And I told him, I said, I'm, a, I'm one of the directors. Now, listen, I'm better looking than Wesley Hutchins. <laughs> Amen? I hope you're watching tonight. Amen? Now, listen, I was explaining to him, I said, hey, we're, we're trying to keep missionaries on the field. And I know you live here in the West, and this is home for you, and you have a wonderful church. Let me tell you something. Guard it. Don't let it fall apart. You do everything in your power to fight for what you have. Because for every church that's planted here in the West, four close. This is my home. You better believe it is. For every church that's planted here, Foreclose. How sad is it that nine years ago, when your pastor planted this church, statistically that means that four independent Baptist churches closed those doors and walked away. I'm telling you, you better fight for what you have here. It's worth fighting for. It's a decision. It's a dedication. You're dedicating your life. Say, I won't serve the Lord. Last of all, it's a declaration. Are you ready to declare to the world? Let me go and tell you something. When you say, Lord, I'm, going, I'm signing the dotted line. Can I tell you something? There's one other party that's watching to see what you do. And when you declare, I'm signing the dotted line, he's going to throw everything at you to see you fail. You think Satan's going to allow this church to continue on? Hey, I'm telling you, listen, hey, I still believe that the best is still yet to come for this church. I believe there's still, hey, I believe there's still more revival and more services to come. But if you think Satan's just going to roll over and let it take place, I got, I'm sorry. I say fight, amen. Fight and do what's right. It's a declaration. They said, we're all signing. They did. I want you to see here, the Bible says, now those that sealed were, they already signed their names. You know, we, we as a country, we just celebrated the July 4th, our Independence Day. How many signers were there? Come on now, history. There's 56 individuals that signed their names. And you know what happened to those individuals? They lost everything. They lost everything, but they knew what they were fighting for. They knew what they were fighting for. These young people that you see sitting here tonight, thank God you got young people here in your church. These young people are not the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. And if you don't fight for the church of today, there'll be no church come tomorrow. I say sign the dotted line. Are you ready to sign? It's a declaration, last of all. Look at me in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. See, Brother Nathan, I'm ready to sign. Where do I sign? Well, I'm going to show you tonight where you're going to sign. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at me in verse 2. Ye are our epistle, 
written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in what? But in the fleshly tables of the heart. Brother Saunders, I want God to do a revival in my heart. Brother Saunders, I'm ready to sign the dotted line. And why don't we do this tonight? Why don't we find a place in the altar and say, God, it's me. Put me down, Lord. I'm ready to sign the dotted line. Lord, whatever you want. Lord, if you want me to preach, I'll preach. Lord, if you want me to teach a Sunday school class, I'll teach a Sunday school class. Lord, if you want me to go door knocking, Lord, if you want me to, Lord, just to, to help the pastor in any way, shape, or form, Lord, I want my family to know that I've signed the dotted line. Lord, I want revival. Every head bowed, every eye closed.